An emotion stirred inside Dalinar. It was a fire that filled the pit within. It washed through him and awakened him, bringing clarity. The sounds of his elites fighting the Bright Lord's honor guard faded, metal on metal becoming clinks, grunts becoming merely a distant humming. Dalinar smiled. Then the smile became a toothy grin. His vision returned as the Bright Lord, knife in hand, looked up and started, stumbling back. He seemed horrified. Dalinar roared, spitting blood and throwing himself at the enemy. The swing that came at him seemed pitiful, and Dalinar ducked it, ramming his soldier against the foe's lower back. Something thrummed inside Dalinar, the pulse of the battle, the rhythm of killing and dying. The Thrill. Heroes of presents The Storm Pod, a Stormlight Archive podcast. Book 3, Oathbringer. This is just a quick spoiler warning for chapters two and three of Oathbringer. Um, if you have picked the wrong episode or you're not caught up on reading yet, make sure that you go back and you do those two things. We wouldn't want you to get spoiled. Um, I am. This book is daunting, but I am so excited we're in it. Um, I can't wait for Jack to get to so many different parts. So I really hope that uh, he enjoys the book and I hope that you enjoy the episode. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sean Q, and this guy's just walking around with arrows in his chest. It's the Jack Thorn. What's up? <laughs> How are you doing? I'm very good, dude. I am super excited to be um, into this book. We've finally got our first yeah. flashback of the book. What do you What do you think? What do you yeah. think? Well, so my I'm very excited about the flashback. I was a little too excited reading it. Right. But I didn't get what I had imagined. Which was what? At, at all. So I had had many conversations with you about Dalinar and his past. Mm-hmm. Okay. Being extremely violent. Right. Which, which it was. Mm-hmm. Like, like what we saw. But, but it wasn't quite the Blackthorn that I had thought. So, so what my question to you was, was in chapter three, mm-hmm. the, the sort of the, the level of intolerance that we saw with Dalinar and, and as he directed his men, mm-hmm. was that the black thorn or is there worse yet to come well, I, with regards to revelation to his, now I know you can't really, I can't really tell question. you too, too much. Um, I mean, this is the first of the flashbacks. I think he says right. in it that the the guy he's fighting, who's only seventeen, isn't much 17. younger than himself. So that means right. Dalinar is like eighteen maximum, I would think. 19, so he's very, yeah. very young. Yeah. And I think that That's this true. is the moment yeah. he becomes, or the name Blackthorn starts. Right? He's got these right. 
black arrows stuck in him. Right. Sadia says right. you look like a thorn bush. So yeah. so the 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 evil the warmongering not evil but the the warmongering blackthorn is just right. about to is start. Yet. This is 34 so, years and that's, ago. So so that actually so talking with you about that and confirming that mm-hmm. is very exciting to me because right. because the blackthorn that I had imagined Right was worse than what was on the page in chapter three. Right. And I think that there's the, the reason so, for that is because this young kid, this young Dalinar, yeah. who is really talented and like obviously has, uh, you know, yeah. a way with his men and he, I mean, he survives these two huge arrows in his chest. He, yeah. he's just beginning. Dude. Yeah. You're giving, you're giving me crazy goosebumps. I'm very excited to hear you say that because I mean, and it's not really a spoiler per, no, it's per se, although, although it's a little indicative of what's to come, but that's okay. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about that. I cannot believe that at his age, he had the wisdom to bring that assassin into the fold. Well, I think Sadia right? says to him afterwards, Wasn't we'll get to it a- later, but he says, oh, not another one that his no, elites exactly. are actually made up of people who, you know, he, I know, dude. For him to have that at that age is yeah. my point. Right, right, like right. Like that's something that I would expect you to maybe have in your, you know, in your thirties, into your forties. Right, right. In terms of having that wisdom, uh, you know. Anyways, I uh, we we I, I could gush and gush and gush about chapter three, but we do have to do chapter two first. So yeah. So why don't we? Which is also we, a really fantastic chapter. It really is. Yeah. Um. What, we'll what I love most about it, I really like. I like the attitude of most of the people with regards to Sadius. Like they're like one problem solved. <laughs> right. Right. Like, yeah. you know, I think that it's still going to come back hard. So on. it's funny that every single person, not everyone, but a whole lot of them are like good riddance. And Dalinar is right. the one who's like, you <laughs> yeah, guys don't realize, like good... you guys don't know him like I do. We needed him during this time because he's a brilliant tactician. He knows war. He knows the military. He, we lost by him dying. We lost an asset. Now we know from the conversation that Sadius has with uh, Adolin at the end of words of radiance, Sadius was just going to try to undermine Dalinar no matter what. So grand picture, it's probably better that he's gone, but Dalinar realizes how a valuable of a resource this guy could have been for them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm actually starting to wonder whether Sadius actually thought he could get rid of Dalinar on the field. Right. At the tower. I think he I think he thought he you, was going to do it. I think he came back to the war camps and and Way of Kings saying yeah. remember lying he's dead. I saw him right. die. He, he expected die. that. And if it wasn't for he Bridge did. 4 he would have, right? That those those yeah, things would have came true. In lieu of all that, it's crazy that Dalinar would still have this opinion about Sadius. It's really weird to me. And I think that's great because we're going to discover where (laughs) he gets that opinion as we read these flashbacks. Right. Yeah. Okay. One problem solved. Chapter two. What an interesting little sentence here at the very beginning. I needed to write it anyway. Mm -hmm. From Oathbringer, the preface. Right. That's kind of a, an interesting sentence. Mm-hmm. I needed to write it anyway. Right. Like it, it, 
what compulsory compulsion yeah uh, it's i don't know it's just it's really cryptic and interesting i, I thought it was a nice <laughs> kind of uh, a simple sentence there's no author yeah. attached to it we just know it comes from this right. book called oathbringer yeah yeah i needed to write it anyway interesting wouldn't it be weird if the author like what do we know about this sword about so the far, sword about oathbringer, oathbringer. We don't really yeah. know anything. The only thing we do know right now, one, is that Sadius had it when he died because uh, uh, Dalinar gave it up to free Bridge 4 and all the Bridgemen. But also, Dalinar in the flashback chapter doesn't have mm. it yet. He doesn't have Oathbringer. No. He's no, using he a regular no, he has sword. a regular longsword. Yeah. yeah. And Sadius says, we need so, to get you some shards. Okay. So if Spren can transform or become... Um, weapons. If Oathbringer is similar in that way, then can the author be a Spren? Hmm. I mean, there's can, no... Can Spren... How about this? Can, can Spren, Spren write and stuff? I would think... Can Spren I mean, author? Can they, can they I, document? I can't see why not. I can't see why they wouldn't be able to. We don't... There's so much we don't know about Spren society in Shadesmar that right, right. at this point okay. in the book, at this point in the story, anything is possible. Right. You know, so... Because it'd be kind of funny if the sword did the writing because then the pen would truly be... Mightier than guess, the what, yeah, mightier than the sword. Yeah, <laughs> whatever that is. Yeah, okay. that would be a really um, fucked up thing to think about. If the sword <laughs> wrote the book about the itself, book. yeah, yeah, uh, that's really I don't fucking know. I, cool. I like that. I, I like I like it too, but I have no idea. So okay. I'm I'm guessing. Uh, Oathbring- I don't know. I I keep trying to ruminate on just on just the Oathbringer itself, like. Like, does the sword bring about, like, a, it brings about uh, in you a cha- a great sea, a, a sea change? So, like, the black thorn is going down a path and basically needs Oathbringer to, mm-hmm. like, to bring him out of it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. something like that. Anyway, who knows? I, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, stop what you're, stop. What, what, what do you think you're doing? Adolin Colin strode over to a group of workers. They were unloading boxes from a wagon. Um, this is, this is a, a little interesting little story. They're chull twisted, trying to search for rock buds fruitlessly. Um, they're in this large cavern. It, the cavern is as large as a small town, as it's described in the first paragraph here. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a flock of scribes trailing Adolin, checking on the contents of the wagon. I, I like that they refer to the scribes as being like a part of a group, like right. gr- group think. Mm-hmm. So they're a flock. They all, you know, move the same. Like way. a murder of scribes. A murder. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I always forget the one for rabbits. Was it a fluffle or something like that? <laughs> I don't know. It's something, I no something ridiculous. Okay. Um, a fluffle. Bright Lord? <laughs> I think it's something, I don't know. Bright Lord, one of the co-workers a- or, or one of the workers asks, I was just unloading. That's what I think I was doing. But the manifest says beer, Rushu, a young ardent, told Adolin. We've met Rushu before. It's in in section two, Adolin says. Taverns are being set up along the central corridor with the the lifts, six crossroads inward. My aunt expressly told your high lords this. The reason why I really want to focus on this, just a little bit of dialogue, Mm -hmm. it seems a little boring, but I think there's something interesting here. 
I can have a scribe show you. Pick those boxes back up. The men sighed, but they did start reloading the wagon. Adolin mm-hmm. turned to survey the deep cavern, which had become a dumping ground now for supplies and people. Children ran past in groups, workers set up tents, women gathered water at the well. Soldiers carried torches or lanterns, axe hounds raced this way and that. Four entire war camps full of people had frantically crossed the shattered plains to Urthiru, and Navani had struggled to find the right spot for them all. Um, that wasn't quite the, um, the point I wanted to make. I'm not quite there yet, I don't think. The Colin soldiers were in terrible shape. Adolin's own sword hand was wrapped and still throbbing, his wrist broken during the fighting. Um, I thought it was... Oh, there it is. It's coming up. Bright Lord, Rushu says, pointing at another wagon. That looks like wines. Delightful, Adolin said. Was nobody paying attention to Aunt Navani's directives? Mm-hmm. That's the that's the point I want to. Well, she, to. she's branching three times now, right? It mm-hmm. says, um, "My aunt expressly told your high lords this right. about where to put right. stuff up." And then he says, right. um, "He says Navani had struggled to find the right spot for them all." And then he's thinking, "Has nobody paying attention to Aunt Navani's directives?" It sounds like right. she's the one who's planning. She's like city planning right now. She's f- figuring out where stuff goes, where everyone should be living in this. They're trying to cram all these right. war camps, all these people, all this life inside this tower. And it sounds like yeah. she's kind of leading the way and deciding where things are going to go. It, it, it sounds that way. The, the thing that I thought was interesting potentially about mm-hmm. it, again, me doing my, my thing, is that here she is, you know, completely competent. You know, everyone knows about her and Dalinar. Mm-hmm. They're not keeping it so a secret in, anymore. She's, no, so she's in a position of power and she's, uh, you know, in, incredibly able. And yet they're still not quite following directives here. Right. And what I thought is that echoing back to her comments in Way of Kings about, you know, kind of being like second fiddle to, to Gavilar. Remember there was a few bits in way mm-hmm. of kings where mm-hmm. she kind of speaks about that she expresses so I that did, that feeling yeah right so i just don't know how well she's going to take to the if this becomes habit where right. she she tells people to do this or tells them that this is the way things are going to be done and then it's not adhered to for whatever reason mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's all i want to to sort of I could see why you would read into it. I, I would also remind you that of all the, the, they get into it a little bit later here, but we'll, 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 we'll go back to it again. But, um, sure. The Dalinar's camp, the colon will obviously listen to Navani. And then there's Aladar and Sabario's people who should also yeah, yeah. be listening to the colon directive, which is, comes right. from Navani at this point for this stuff. But right. these other camps that have come over are not necessarily, these are the no. ones that did not march under his banner. So right. they may be the ones who are struggling with trying to with obey. the colon orders. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, that's, that, that's totally fair too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even, even that, I don't know. We'll see if it, I'm expecting. I'm expecting some kind of change for Navani at some point. As as a character. As a character. I'm trying to uh, whistle Is, winds of change. Oh, okay. I thought but, that was the new Dunny the new Dunny signal. That's, 
That's the new Dunny. That's the new Where's Dunny is me sw- uh, whistling, whistling winds of change. <laughs> um, Follow the Mosqua. There we go. That's what I should have done. <laughs> there you go. Um, he had to break up an argument among the men. They'd become angry. They'd been set to hauling water. They were, they were, they were declaring that this was parchment work. Right. Beneath their nun. So the men are getting angry. We no longer have our servants, our parchment in the they same capacity. They left them all behind, right? It's right. It's causing friction now. Yeah. I'm doing work that normally someone below a slave would do. Right. And now I'm yeah. doing this. This is below my station. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 It's definitely causing it. some confusion. It's causing confusion, but it's, it's like a powder cake. It's like how it, like it, it could be ignited and, and, uh, thrown against, um, uh, Dalinar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adolin suggested they could start a water hauler, uh, water haulers guild. Right. If forced to continue, father would approve of it. Um, would they have the funds to pay all these people? They're not sure. Right. Because it says here, wages were based on a man's rank. Rank, yeah. Right. You couldn't just and make slaves of men for no reason. Well, yeah, but you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. And you, and throughout all of human history, we do. We sort of yeah, we do, do that. That's what yeah, we do. This is what, this is what we do. Yeah, exactly. It's disgusting. <laughs> I do like that line though. You just can't make slaves <laughs> out of men for no reason. Uh, actually, Only, you totally actually, do. Yeah. You kind of yeah, been doing that. kind of what you do. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of your thing. <laughs> right. Adolin was uh, glad for the assignment to distract him. He was here to su- he was here to supervise, but he threw himself in the details of his work. He couldn't exactly spar, not with his wrist in this kind of shape, but if he sat alone too long, he started thinking about what had happened the day before. Right. So now that gives so, us a really good time frame of where we are. When? Adolin hasn't had weeks to deal with this. It's literally the nope. next day. And I really like that yeah. choice by Brandon. Me because too. Me too. There's, I mean, he could have, he could have skipped a month ahead and had all this stuff set up and Urethiru's already packed in and everyone's living a life. Yeah. And, and that would have yeah. given Adolin time to process, but we want to see that process. Yeah, we want to yeah. see him going from, I was right to, oh, I feel guilty to whatever it is that he's feeling, right? Do you know what I think? I think that Sanderson is telling us even by this inclusion of the continuation of this book happening as soon, he's basically saying to us, this event with Adolin, this is a very big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's my prediction. I don't know. I don't have no predictions about what to expect with regards to the outcome of this. Adolin is in many ways playing it as cool as a cucumber. As cool as he can be expected, I think. Well, well, I mean, he's expressing right here that, you know, he needs to keep his mind off of it. Right. But in in terms of when it's raised in front of him, you know, in front of others, he doesn't seem to be sweating off his brow. Right. You know, like, I I don't know if... (laughs) If it were me, I'd be the worst at this. <laughs> Trying to keep a poker face about something that I... No, I would be... I couldn't do it. I got pocket aces. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't... <laughs> I can't hold it in anymore. Whew. Yeah, I don't know. Worst poker She's, player uh, ever. Worst ever. Yeah. Um, had he really done that? Had he really murdered Toral Sadius? A runner came up for him, whispering that something had been discovered in the corridors of the third floor. Aelin was certain he knew what it was. Right. 
We get a point of view change. And again, oh, it gives me goosebumps. What a great way to end that little first. I like the fact that he just, it's a very, very small POV from Adolin, but it's reminding yeah. us, it, one, it tells us uh, a lot of information. It tells us that Navani's kind of in control of where things are going. It's yep. telling us that Adolin, it's the next day and he's still dealing with it. And that he's yep. still hurt. I love this inclusion. He's still hurt from the battle on the Shattered Plains. Yeah, his right? wrist. Yeah, when he fought yeah. Eshenai, when he fought uh, 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 Zeth, and even the fight with Toril, like with Sadius, he, he's still injured. Yeah. He's not ready for yeah. battle yet. No. Next POV, Dalinar heard the shouts long before he arrived. They echoed down the corridors. He knew that tone. Conflict was near. Mm -hmm. He left Navani and broke into a run. Men in blue, lit by the harsh light of lanterns, faced off against others in forest green. Anger spren grew from the floor like pools of blood. Mm -hmm. A corpse with a green jacket draped over the face lay on the ground. Stand down, Dalinar bellowed, charging into the space between the two groups of soldiers. Stand down or I'll have you all in the stockade, every man. Mm -hmm. His voice hit the men like storm winds. I love that they describe him in this way. Um, Even more so now that we know that he's bonded to the Stormfather or that he's bonded the Stormfather to him. Yeah, yeah, just the presence. Mm -hmm. Um, If we're ever going to do that episode where we hear about the casting, like casting choices of these characters, Mm -hmm. that's going to be a really fun thing to think about because... Dalinar? I mean, for Dalinar, it's just, it's got to be, you know, it's got to be perfect. Mm Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 I've, I've thought about it, but I, I don't think I've landed on a, that's I why, thought a lot about that's Yasna, why animated no stormlight makes more sense, right? <laughs> What's that? That's why animated stormlight makes more sense. I have to agree with that. Yeah. We'll see where they're going. Mm-hmm. Navani and the scout stopped at the fringes of the conflict. You'd better be ready for damnation's own thunder. Sadius's officer shouted at Dalinar, Your men murdered a high prince. We found him like this, Teft of Bridge Four shouted. Probably tripped on his own knife. Serves him well, the storming bastard. Jesus, he, uh... He doesn't uh, wait He's around. He's not fucking him. around, eh? <laughs> he, just let, he just let it... I like this about Teft. Yeah. Teft, I find, is like, um... He's like several characters in fiction that, you know... Like he's gruff, battle-worn, and we don't have his story, do we? We only have a little bit, right? That he was part of this, like his family were part of this cult of people who were trying to Mm. activate latent radiant abilities by putting themselves in danger. And that he was like, and that he ratted them out to the authorities and that they all ended up dying anyways. And he was like, they didn't do anything really illegal other than hurting themselves. So why did they all have to be killed? They were all going to kill themselves anyways. Hmm. Be kind of neat if there was more to Teft. Mm -hmm. Um, we found him like this serves him well, the storming bastard Teft stand down. Dalinar shouted at him. Dalinar knelt, pulling the jacket back from Sadius's face. That blood is dried. He's been lying here for some time. Mm-hmm. We've been looking for him, said the officer in green. Looking for him? You lost your high prince? The tunnels are confusing. They don't go 
natural directions. We got turned around and... Now, is that, is that a little clue? The tunnels are confusing because they don't go in natural directions. Anyways. Mm -hmm. Thought he might have returned to another part of the tower. We spent last night searching for him there. Some people said they thought they'd seen him, but they were wrong. And a high prince was left lying here in his own gore for half a day. Yeah. Dalinar thought, blood of my father's. Dalinar's not happy about this. No. You know what? I think that's the biggest rift, isn't it? Between father and son. Maybe. Like, I wonder if Dalinar even has the capacity to forgive Adolin uh, for this. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> we're going to have to see no, how that plays out, you, right? You, you, probably, you probably can't uh, say too much about that, but, yeah. but just, just going on, like, again, Sadius, <laughs> Sadius betrays him at the tower has shown, you know, an incredible lack of character in so many ways that contradict... Mm -hmm that contradict the path that Dalinar is now on. And yet, Dalinar still remains loyal. Like, I don't know, dude. Like, I, I just think that between father and son, this could be a, like, I don't know. As, it, uh, it could be... <clears throat> I think that as, as, I guess I'm going to use some words here, as progressive as Dalinar is as a high prince... Mm -hmm. You know, with some of the things he thinks and the way he wants to conduct himself, yeah. he still is, you know, a high prince who, you know, was raised born, yeah. in a very traditional Alethi way. So right. you don't just kill a high, high prince in right. the, you know, in secret in the hallways and let him sit in his own stuff for a day. That's disrespectful. Yeah. Even if you hate the high prince that got murdered, there is still some tradition to him. Because also, what's it to anybody else to just to kill him that way too, right? So yeah. once you cross a line, then that means that line can be crossed for anybody. And yeah, that's again, something to think about yeah. for sure. Oh, man. I, uh, I just had a dark thought with regards to, uh, like, I really hope that they're not going to pit father and son against each other and, you know. Like Dalinar doing something. Well, no one knows anything yet. So yeah. you're the reader, you know, we know, I but know. Well, they I, don't know. I don't know. Yet. I'm just saying that, I'm just saying that as a possible trajectory, I, I really don't want that. I really don't want that between uh, these two. I'm hoping that there can be reconciliation. That sounds but like again, an official theory see, there. Um, see, that's, that's, that's two <laughs> things that I, that, that is unsettling here. I've talked to you in private about Yasna's, Yasna's, um, you know, killing of those two in the, the three the men in the, yeah. In the, the lesson. Or the three men, sorry. Right. Her ability lesson, to be cutthroat. Right. Well, cutthroat or it's, it's like minority report. It's like you're, you're condemning people for a crime that they will commit based on who they are, not based on what they did. Shit, dude, you're throwing this back to a, a season one uh, conversation. This is a long time ago. This is something we so, talked about sorry, two years dude. ago. I, uh, well, I'm just saying that, you know, now Adolin's done this. Right. Now, I'm not saying that Sadius isn't guilty. 
Sure, but there's process, there's there's honor, there's you know, there's there's the there's the you don't kill a high prince. Right. Kind of like what Dalinar is saying right here. Like he he says blood of my fathers. Like he's he is appalled. I think that if the roles were reversed, Sadius would kill anyone the way that Adolin did. He he has no qualms. Yeah. So No, no, I know. I'm just know? saying that yeah, maybe it is maybe it is slightly different between what Yasna did and what and what Adolin did. Mm-hmm. I think it Anyways, is. Anyways, it's just it's two events with two characters that mm, like I, I I agree with it, you know. But abandoning somebody on the battlefield is different than Sadius himself trying to kill Dalinar. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, were ab- you were abandoned, you were left to rot or left to die. You know, the action of doing that could be, well, I'm preserving my army. I think that there is almost a little, I mean, this is just, I mean, if we're, we're having this conversation, I think that what Adolin yeah, sorry does, if I'm way no, off no, 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 it's all good. Um, that's what this show is about, right? Sometimes we veer <laughs> off in a tangents. Um, way off. If, um, if... I somewhat believe that Adolin in killing Sadius the way he did is more honorable than what Sadius tried to do to the Colon army on the tower, setting him up, betraying him, and really leaving the Colon army, Dalinar and Adolin, with no real way of escape. We just mentioned it. If it wasn't right, for Bridge right, Four, right. they would have died on that tower. Would have At died. the very yeah. least, Adolin killing Sadius in the <laughs> hallway here gives Sadius a fighting chance to fight back. Right, it is a little more honorable. Now he tried to he tried yeah. to sneak attack him. That's just skill and 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 wit. But I I think that when you if you were talking yeah. about honor with these two men and what they've done in their uh-huh. past, I would give yeah. the I would still Adolin. think that Adolin is honorable, even though he's done something maybe not as honorable as what he was shown us in the past. That's all. Maybe it just goes to that whole that whole thing of um, the indifference of good. Of good people, right? Mm-hmm. And Adolin in that in that moment was like, you know what? I'm not going to be indifferent anymore, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's 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 keep it going. Um, we couldn't find him. The officer says because your men murdered him and moved the body. That blood has been pooling there for hours. Nobody moved the the body. Dalinar pointed. Place the high prince in that side room there and send for a ILA if you haven't. I wanted to have a better look. Yeah. Get another scene change here. Dalinar Colon was a connoisseur of death, which I thought was a nice alternate title, although this title is perfectly named. But anyways. Yeah. Connoisseur of death. The sight of dead men had been a familiar thing to him. You stay on the battlefield long enough and you become familiar with its master. I like how the master, at least I, unless I'm getting that sentence wrong, the master of the battlefield is death. Mm-hmm. And you know what I like about that? It's kind of like the house always wins. Right. Like the house will eat you up. If you keep playing, you, you will lose. Right. So I like that the battlefield is like, I don't know, it's like there's no way out. You might get Basically, to walk away if, the first couple of times, but eventually you keep playing. Yeah. Right. That's it. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, 
so Sadius's bloodied, ruined face didn't shock him. It would have shocked me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't. I like, well, didn't he stab him through the eye, and then he he twi like he twisted. Yeah, it wasn't the way it was written? Adolin like twisted the blade. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty gross. Like, yeah, I don't think I'd I'd be ready for this. Um, a knife through the eye was the sort of wound that a that killed an armored man wearing a full helm. It was a maneuver that you practiced to use on the battlefield. Right there, oh, this is very Batman, wouldn't you think? Yeah, Dalinar Did, is definitely were, being. Were you thinking this is Bruce Wayne? Yeah. Well, investigating earlier he said um when they were like oh uh because your men murdered him and moved the body and he's like that blood right. has been pooling there for hours nobody moved the right. body it's very batman it's so it's yeah. great the but you know what? at the same time his detection is going to lead him to his son right who are you and that, I'm the black oh, like I'm, I'm getting yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Can't wait for to get the, the Blackthorn voice on. Yeah. You ever done a dance under the third moon? Uh, what's the, that's the line from Batman? Uh, <laughs> no, that, that's the Joker. Yeah, I know. You, but you ever dance with the devil by the pale moonlight? By the th pale third moonlight? Because there's... Never mind. Okay. Oh. Okay. Noman? Okay. Yeah. Noman. Got yeah. it. By the third... Yeah. Got yeah. it. <laughs> a knife through the eye was the sort of... Okay. Inspecting the body. Assassin, Navani says. Not good. Behind him, I, I even like that Navani seems to have a theory as well. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Behind him, um, whoa, hang on a second here. Just a thought popped in my head. Mm. Could anyone else have been in the know about what Adolin did? I'm trying to think back to the language as described when Adolin did what he did. Was it truly off the cuff, in the moment, passionate? He did it? Mm-hmm. He did it. Uh, okay. There were no... It was not self-defense. He, um, he could have... He was about to turn around. He was turning around right. to leave. He, and Sadius did right. one more jab at him. Did one more dig. Saying that I'm going to ruin yeah. your father. I won't stop until I ruin right. him. I won't stop. And if, and yep. if Sadius hadn't said that... Adolin yep. would have walked away. Adolin turned around, and then the 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 tussle happened, and then it, it ended with him stabbing him in the eye. And there was no one else in the hallway, as far oh, as wait. Adolin remembers. There was no one else there to see. Okay, can I ask you another? I know we're taking too much time here, but um, can I ask you another question? Go ahead. Could could Sadius's body not be him? Is that possible? Um, we haven't really had any evidence of any evidence of, any of anything. Power. Yeah, yeah, I mean, um, okay. And we know that right, uh, Shalon can cast illumination spells, <clears throat> that light, light weaving that allows her to disguise herself. But it was, but that's it was Sadius during the, uh, the the conversation. It was Sadius when he killed him, and it was yeah, and yeah, it is yeah. now okay. still Sadius dead on the ground. So, got it. Yep. Okay, I'll, yeah, I'm just, I'm just throwing out questions to mm -hmm. you. For sure. Um, behind him, Adolin and, so again, behind him, Adolin and Renarin gathered with Shalon and a few of the bridgemen. Across from Dalinar stood Kalami. The thin, orange-eyed woman was one of his more senior scribes. They'd lost her husband, Taleb, in the battle against the Voidbringers. Remember, Taleb was like one of his trusted, most trusted men. Yeah. Yeah. 
I love all these little little connections. Mm-hmm. He had so few high officers left. Maybe that's another little message, all these connections, that they're connected. Mm-hmm. You know how these powers are being revealed with mm-hmm. these characters? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not just a story about only a few... You know, I don't know. Yeah, I like how See, uh, Sanderson s- doesn't uh, waste characters either. Like earlier when Adolin was doing the, like overseeing the, the, the movement of stuff, Rushu was there. Right. And Rushu was a scribe we had from the previous book. So it's nice that mm. he keeps using these characters that we've like kind of learned about. And, you know, we're know- knowing them, even though they're minor characters, it's important for them to kind of still be around. Right. Why, why create a new character when you have one at your disposal? He's good. He's weaving the NPCs here. Mm-hmm. He had so few high officers left. Kale had fallen in the clash between ever the Everstorm and the High Storm, almost making it to safety. He'd lost Ilamar and Parathom to Sadius's betrayal at the tower. The only High Lord he had left was Kal, who was still recuperating. So he's very, very short on officers right now. Right. So, in a place of weakness. Mm-hmm. Even Elokar the king had been wounded by assassins in his palace while the armies were fighting in Iraq. Either way, Dalinar's lack of officers explained the room's other occupants, High Prince Sabariel and his mistress Polona. I, I love these two. Mm-hmm, I, just, I think I, I do. Sabariel, along with Aladar, who had been summoned, but had not yet arrived, would have to form the foundation of a new Alethkar. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. It's going to be Dalinar and the two high princes that followed. That followed, him. yeah. But others came as well. Right, yeah. There's some that didn't, but so, others came too, and so... That's, and that's why there are this, there's this infighting. Well, said Polona, hands on her hips. I guess that's one problem solved. I love the Fantastic. audacity of a high prince's mistress, not even his wife, not even right to, to be the one to speak up first amongst all these important people in the room and be, right. and say something so crazy. I love Polona, <laughs> Polona so much. She's so awesome. Do you think this is like a new moment in Alethkar history in terms of, you know what I mean? Like a high prince is dead, murdered. Right. And just as, just as you said, a... A, a mere mistress. Yeah, she's her daisy, says I that's, think, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. I don't know. I think it's, it's, so it's awesome. interesting. It's yeah. probably my highlight, or it's one of my highlights, I think. Um, what, she says? Don't tell me you weren't all thinking it. This is going to look bad, Bright Lord, Kalami said. Everyone is going to act like those soldiers outside and assume you had him assassinated. Any sign of the shard blade? Dalinar asks. No, sir, says one of the bridgemen. Whoever killed him probably took it. Navani rubbed Dalinar on the shoulder. I wouldn't have put it as Polona did, but he did try to have you killed. Perhaps this is for the best. Mm-hmm. It's a really nice response from her. Mm-hmm. V- like very I have, measured. I have more tact than she does, but <laughs> but she might be right. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 like, I liked her response a lot. Yeah. No, Dalinar says, we needed him. I know you're desperate, Dalinar, Sibariel says. My presence here is sufficient proof of that. 
that is one of my highlights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. that line so much. Yeah. My, I know that you're desperate, Dalinar. Right. My proof of being is certainly proof of that. Right. He, he's I like, love it. he's Sibario. downgrading his own abilities and his oh. own, you know, his own value to the country. But he proved yeah. in the last battle when yeah. Dalinar's like, oh, we got to get organized to go to the tether. And he's like, it's all good. Yeah. We got, got it all. And, and he's <laughs> sitting there drinking wine, reading a book. He's and like, he's like <laughs> Bring us the brandy. Yeah. We don't want Get it to go to waste. Stuff. Oh, by the way, yeah. all, all the men have uh, been all ushered there. We took care of it. Like, <laughs> the, guy's, the guy's crafty. I love him. I think he's great. Um, my, pres- my presence here is sufficient proof of that, but surely we haven't sunk so far as to be better off with Sadius among us. I agree with Polona. Good riddance. Dalinar stood up. Or, sorry, looked up. Mm-hmm. Sabariel and Polona... Teft and Sigzil, the lieutenants from Bridge Four, a handful of other soldiers, including the young scoutwoman, his sons, Steady Adolin, and Impenetrable Renarin. Hmm. Two interesting words there, Steady Adolin and Impenetrable Renarin. Navani, with her hand on his shoulder, even the aging Kalami, hands clasped before her, meeting his eyes, you all agree, don't you? Dalinar asks. Nobody objected. Mm-hmm. That's another great title. It is. It is for sure. N- nobody objected. It's a. Uh, it's a little. I. I miss what we were doing in Edge Dancer, where we got to pick the chapter titles. Well, we. Well, we. We. We, we could did still do it. Because... It's just there's so much information here well, that we have to spend time well, on. Well, what we do. What we were trying to do a little bit with the coverage of these tomes was suggesting alt- alternate titles. Mm-hmm. I just liked it that there were no titles but, and then we got to pick them. It was nice. I know. It was fun. <laughs> Maybe on a on a on a reprint of uh of uh, Edge Dancer uh, Brandon Mr. Sanderson well, may have them. heard of our, yeah, our maybe, little pod. Maybe. No, I don't think he has. Yeah. Um no, I don't think So he yeah, has keep going. Memories churned inside Dalinar's head. Days spent with Sadius listening to Gavilar's grand plans. The night before Dalinar's wedding, shared wine with Sadius at a rowdy feast that Sadius had organized in his name like a, it was like a best man. Dude, I, w- I said that, I wrote that in my notes. It sounds like Sadius was his best man for his wedding and planned the bachelor organized party. Organized the feast? Yeah. Yeah. I would want my bachelor party on on Reshi. <laughs> on the Reshi Isles? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I mean... Come on. Um, It was hard to reconcile that younger man, that friend, with the thicker, older face on the slab before him. The adult Sadius had been a murderer whose treachery had caused the deaths of better men. For those men, abandoned during the Battle of the Tower, Dalinar could feel only satisfaction at finally seeing Sadius dead, Mm -hmm. and that troubled him. He knew exactly how the others were feeling. Come with me, he says. He left the body and strode out of the room. He passed Sadius's guards. The best thing to do was get Bridge 4 away from here. Mm-hmm. Just at the end of that chapter. Because I don't know if we mentioned earlier, but um, Bridge 4 is the, 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 one, the, 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 the group that found Sadius. Right. And, they, and obviously, They're be accused. the optics are that they hated him. 
right? right? And that he may have had some kind of hate towards them for, you know, the role that D- Dalinar played and in, in stealing them away from him and all this stuff, right? So there's right. a lot of complication going on up in this, mm-hmm. these relationships. He didn't blame the soldiers for losing track of Sadius. It was easy to get lost in this place. But fortunately, he had an idea of where they were. Here he strode through an empty chamber and stepped out onto a balcony. Above him rose the enormous tower of Urathiru, ten ring-like tiers, each containing eighteen levels. Mm-hmm. It's huge. The bottom floor had wide sections with large stone surfaces, each a plateau in its own right. There were stone railings at their edges, and the rock fell away into the depths of the chasms between the mountain peaks. These were like fields. This area had been farmed despite the cold. That's interesting, too. Mm -hmm. Dalinar strode up to the edge of the balcony and rested his hands on the smooth stone retaining wall. The others gathered uh, behind him. Along the way, they'd picked up High Prince Aladar, a distinguished bald Alethi with dark, tan skin. He was accompanied by May, his daughter, a short, pretty woman in her twenties with tan eyes and a round face, jet black Alethi hair, worn short and curving around her face. Navani whispered to them the details of Sadius's death. Dalinar swept his hand outward in the chill air, pointing away from the balcony. What do you see? The bridgemen gathered to look off the balcony. Their number included the Herdasian, who now had two arms after regrowing the one with Stormlight. Yeah, buddy! Highlight for sure, right? It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Cal- Kaladin's men had begun manifesting powers as windrunners, though apparently they were merely squires. Squires. Navani said it was a type of apprentice radiant. Ooh, there we get a little, little coupling of words. Apprentice radiant. Mm-hmm. That had once been common. Men and women whose abilities were tied to their master. A full radiant. So that might mean that they all get apprentice radiants? Well, uh, it sounds like that could be possible. Uh-huh. That people around a radiant could start manifesting power. The men of Bridge Four had not bonded Ooh. their own spring, hey. and though they had started manifesting powers, they had lost their abilities when Kaladin had flown to Alethkar to warn his family. So, what ends up happening when here? He was- yeah, when he's around, they are invigorated yeah. by his yeah. his powers and start manifesting power of their own. Right. But they have not independently bonded Spren themselves, which is why they're known as squires. Right. I've been wanting to say the word squires to you for like yeah. two years, and to I'm describe. so glad that you can finally hear it. It's so <laughs> awesome. It's such a cool idea. Cool. So they're squires. Okay. Um, here's a question. Just thinking about what you just said. Mm-hmm. If you are a radiant, so-called, right. in, in quotations, referring to characters that we assume are, radi- are knights radiant, if they don't have these followers, mm-hmm. is that a clue that they're not a full radiant? Um. I don't know. Um, I th- think it might have to do with the amount of ideals that you've spoken. 
I'm not sure of that for sure, but it sounds like that feels right because none of them could do this stuff until Cal said his third ideal. So, okay. I mean, it depends. We don't, we'd almost have to look at like a character class description of how it all works because we don't really know much as much information as he's given us. He's still keeping us quite in the dark right now, but it does sound like it's possible for other radiance to potentially have have squires as well. Maybe dependent on where they are in their ideals and also dependent on maybe how close they are. Like, you know, bridge four is very close to Kaladin. They are bonded. Mm Mm-hmm. Not in the same way as uh, the bond between Syl and him, but bonded like emotionally and like, you know, uh, they've been through hard times together. Kaladin is their spren. (laughs) Right. I like that a lot. It's true. It's true. Yeah. So, yeah, there's there's a lot uh, lot to think about for sure. The men of Bridge 4 had not bonded their own spren, and though they had started manifesting powers, had lost their abilities when Kaladin had flown to Alethkar to warn his family of the Everstorm. What do I see? The Herdazian says. I see clouds. Lots of clouds, another bridgeman added. (laughs) Some mountains, too. They look like teeth. Nah, horns, the Herdazian argued. We, Dalinar interrupted, are above the storms. It's going to be easy to forget the tempest and rest of the world is facing. The rest of the world is facing. The Everstorm will return, bringing the Voidbringers. We have to assume that this city and our armies will soon be the only bastion of order left in the world. It is our calling, our duty to take the lead. I love this point that he makes here, that they are so high above that the storms can't harm them here. Right. Right. And that it'll be easy to forget all the people who are suffering from the regular storm right. storms and the, and the ever storms right. or the ever storm. And so it's easy to forget because they're in, in relative safety. It's really, really great point. It, it's, 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 it, you know, I, I love it too. Um, it's our calling, our duty to take the lead order. Aladar says that's, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Cause he says the word order. Like I don't necessarily want to take an order Mm -hmm. dalinar have you seen our armies they fought an impossible battle only six days ago and despite being rescued we technically lost right royon's son is woefully underprepared for dealing with the remnants of his princedom some of the strongest forces those of thanadol and vama stayed behind in the war camps right that's a very good point not Mm -hmm. everyone's here right and they have soldiers like and people of Royo's family and Royo's dead. So they're kind of scattered right. and like, not sure what to do. Yeah. Yeah. They are, they are as shattered as the planes. Um, the ones who did come are already squabbling. Polona adds old Toral's death back there will only give them something else to dissent about. Dalinar turned around, gripping the top of the stone with both hands, fingers cold. A chill wind blew against him, and a few windspren passed like little translucent people riding on the breeze. Brightness Kalami. What do you know of the desolations? Bright Lord? She asked, hesitant. The desolations. You've done scholarly work on Voran theory. Or sorry, theory, yes. 
Can you tell us of the desolations? Kalami cleared her throat. They were destructive, made manifest. Or, sorry, they were destruction made manifest, Bright Lord. Each one was so profoundly devastating that humankind was left broken. Was that line, they were all broken? Mm-hmm. We're all broken, silly. Yeah. <laughs> Populations ruined, society crippled, scholars dead. Humankind was forced to spend generations rebuilding after each one. Songs tell of how the losses compounded upon one another, causing us to slide farther each time, until the heralds left a people with swords and fabrils and returned to find them wielding sticks and stone axes. That's interesting, eh? It is interesting. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know if you remember me talking about this, but I always had a theory about uh, Star Wars in that <clears throat> um, the Sith would be on top and then they would be toppled by the, you know, the Republic or the non-Sith, the light side. And then the mm -hmm. light side would be on top for a while and then the Sith would take over and crumble. And one of the reasons why uh, Star Wars tech and you know, social evolution and all that stuff has stayed the, the same for a thousand years. And a lot of the technology they use in the old Republic is the same as they do in the new Republic. It's right. because there's never a chance for one side to evolve. There's always destruction taking one side out then the other side takes over, which is why we have a lot of the same technology. And this is perfectly said exactly the same way that's one yeah. of the reasons why at the end of a desolation they end up using you know bronze <laughs> like bronze age stuff again because they have Technology. to go all the way back to right. you know every all this evolution that they had has that takes a back seat again it's really interesting it's interesting it'd be it'd be so much better if there were some kind of re record or account so that it doesn't have to always be reset like that well um we talked about this before in the last episode. One of the main reasons why Yasna wanted here. to find Urithiru was because she right. believed that there might be answers there that were not yeah. destroyed by the desolations and by the hierarchy. Right. So. Right. Yeah. We may get that event. Mm -hmm. um, and the Voidbringers, Dalinar asked, they came to annihilate, Kalami says. Their goal was to wipe humankind from Roshar. They were specters, formless, some say. They are spirits of the dead. Others spren from damnation. So that's interesting that, remember I was telling you that my thoughts on Voidbringers were that they were like nebulous? Mm -hmm. And she's saying here they were specters, formless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. It's a little, uh, it's agreeing a little bit with what you said that, you know, y you believe that you cannot <clears throat> trust what w we think we know about no, I don't. bringers, right? Well, how about this? So far with the accusations thrown to the Parshendi mm -hmm. and the suspicions about the Parshman being, you know, things in the weight that you must fear, mm -hmm. um, I'm not buying it that storm form is the destiny of this one people to become this this thing or sing this song, be, be this rhythm this one rhythm mm -hmm. um i don't believe that and i also believe that 
it can affect other people's too. Right. So I think that the desolate or the chaos is, I would imagine the chaos can be found, um, amongst any, any people of Roshar. Mm -hmm. That's, that's my, that's my guess. Yep. We still have to find, sorry, we will have to find a way to stop this from happening again, Dalinar. Dalinar said softly, turning back to the group, we are the ones this world must be able to look to. We must provide stability, a rallying point. This is why I cannot rejoice to find Sadius dead. Mm -hmm. He was a thorn in my side, but he was a capable general and a brilliant mind. We needed him. Before this is through, we'll need everyone who can fight. I love this line, man. It's practical. Yeah. It's very logical. Yes, he was a bastard. Yeah. Yes, he tried to kill us. He was, you know, evil incarnate and all this stuff, but he was also brilliant. And we need brilliance right now. You know, right. I really, really like this. Yeah, it's just unite them, right? How do you take some, uh, you know, Sadius's, you know, ego, ambitions, uh, jealousy maybe maybe there's a part of you know it's funny because we have this chapter where he says this and then the next mm. chapter we have evidence mm. of dalinar legit turning a foe into an ally so right. maybe he thought he still could to do that trick to sadius maybe he was just yeah. confident he's like maybe i could still do it with sadius yes yes we hate each other but maybe i could do what i did with that archer all those years ago and turn him to my side if i can just have you know another good conversation with him or something you, you know? know what my my thoughts on the blackthorn could be way off in terms of like like it seems to me that when you when you lose that part of yourself where you no longer see the possibility for anybody to be of any good mm -hmm. at all like you've lost something there like adolin he he was going to walk away right adolin's adolin's good spark if you will or whatever you want to label that mm -hmm. he was betrayed he betrayed himself by killing sadius i think mm -hmm. I, i'm i think it's interesting that dalinar yeah that's a very good point that you raise he tried to make an ally out of an enemy. It's funny right, because chapter what, three, what you just really... made me think of is that even though Adolin killed Sadius yeah. by goading him into taking that action, Sadius won ultimately. He was, he played the Joker at that point, right? He made, yeah, he yeah. made Batman he kill turned... him and made him just as bad as as himself right and he turned the yeah it, it's the it's the dark knight right and he made adolin made adolin yeah, yeah. take action against him and at the end even though he's dead sadius won by making adolin choose that path that he probably dude, never would have chosen dude yeah you know what i you know what I, i'm gonna say and right. i i don't know I'm, I, I don't know if this is a prediction sadius has killed adolin Who has the last laugh if we're, we're, we're keeping with our Joker, yeah. um, yeah. metaphor here or yeah. with his death or with his death, is it the death of Adolin or is it the death of Dalinar or is it the death of honor? 
I don't know. I don't know. I just no, wanted to throw that me. in there. Okay. <laughs> All right, keep going. Or is it the death of everything? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just keep saying fit words. We're done. More Show's words. over. Yeah. Yeah. yeah more. Okay. Let's, uh, where were you? Okay. This is, I cannot rejoice to find this. Before, before this is through, we'll need everyone who can fight. Dalinar, Al- Aladar says, I used to bicker. I used to be like the other high princes, but what I saw on that battlefield, those red eyes, sir, I'm with you. I will follow you to the ends of the storms themselves. What do you want me to do? Dude, that gives me goosebumps coming from Aladar. It's so good. He's in. He's in. Our time is short, Aladar. I name you our new high prince of information in command of the judgment and law of this city. Establish order in Urathiru and make sure that the high princes have clearly delineated realms of control within it. Build a policing force and patrol these hallways. Keep the peace and prevent clashes between soldiers like the one we avoided earlier. Sabariel, I name you High Prince of Commerce. Account our supplies and established marketplaces in Urathiru. I want this tower to become a functioning city, not just a temporary way stop. Dude. You know what? You know what's interesting there too is a functioning city. That makes me feel better. But for a moment there, I thought, okay, you're not the 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 war camps mm-hmm. were thought to be temporary but they became permanent right you know what i mean like mm-hmm. so but but i think that in that urthiru is different as a destination i think this is okay right and i think this is good and sabariel was already thinking those things about the war camps before anybody was yeah so the person yeah. who's perfect for this task is sabariel you know what i love about uh sabariel's position High Prince of Information, High Prince of, what's it, what's it? Commerce. Prince of Commerce. You know, commerce, logistics, it's like, I like to think of Sabariel as being in charge of supply. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I've heard that in terms of battle, it is quite often how the battle is won. Yeah, there's a is by, famous quote by Churchill or something like that that said the battle is won on the supply line or something. So It's the supply. Yeah. It's the logistics of war. Right. How... Yeah, so it's it's interesting that I don't know. Yeah, I, I just I just have I have a uh, I just love Sabari. Me too. I really stuff. do. It's really He's great. Awesome. Um, Adolin, see that the armies now again. When I was first reading this, he's addressing Adolin is there mm-hmm. the whole time, right? And he's he's got his pop pop a poker face on. Why wouldn't he be there? Did you if not he get wasn't my, the, my yeah? My, you're uh, doing a Gaga yeah. <laughs> I did a little Gaga. Yeah, I did, I like did a little Gaga. I just threw it in there. Yeah. And I'll do okay. a, uh, a bad romance joke later. <laughs> cool. Right. Cool. Awesome. Adolin, see that, so, <laughs> see that the armies are put into a training regimen. Count the troops we have from all high princes and convey to them that their spears will be required for the defense of Roshar. So long as they remain here... They are under my authority as High Prince of War. We'll crush their squabbling beneath a weight of training. We control the Soulcasters and we control the food. If they want rations, they'll have to listen. Yeah, so, so he's, sounds like he's making tight, Adolin in charge of all the soldiers. Fisted. So if that was me yeah. playing Adolin, I would be like shaking... I'd be like, there'd be beads of sweat coming down my face, and I'd go, yes, father. Oh, you would be, you think Adolin would turn <laughs> like, into an Renarin voice? 
I'll, I'll train the soldiers. Voice? I'll train the soldiers' father. Well, I would just, I would be so obviously like un <laughs> uncomfortable. Glued. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I'd be unglued. <laughs> like, how is Adel again? How is Adolin standing there? Yeah, okay, Dad. Yeah, I got it. I'll, you know, I, I'll try not to murder any other high princess. Oh, I didn't mean that. I didn't. I, I didn't oh, say that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He's. I don't know, man. He's pretty cool under this whole thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. And I love how Adolin. I love how uh, um, Teft here is like an us. Like they have a seat at the table too. Like they're, you know, yeah. they're Continue comparable to, to Urthiru. Yeah, they're comparable to Aladar, Sabariel, and a crown prince of Adolin. Like these three really important bright lords, and they're like, "What about us? What are we doing?" Yeah, what about us? <laughs> I love us? this. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's great. And let them know the moment your captain returns. Hopefully, he will bring good news from Alethkar. So this is the report coming from Kaladin, right? Because mm -hmm. he went right. He took a deep breath, a voice echoed in the back of his mind, as if distant, unite them. Are we ever, okay, I'll ask, can I ask you, are we ever going to know what unite them means? Are we? Never. Not until we have never. all 10 books and then we smush them together on a shelf and the books are finally united, then the secret will reveal itself. <laughs> unite them. You're probably right. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. It's, it, the answer to that question is that it's so never, it's nerver. <laughs> it's nerver? It's Nerver. Nerver? Yeah, it's, it's gone beyond never. It's Nerver. Be ready for when the enemy's champion arrives. Yeah, and I didn't we I have some thoughts there too. This champion. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is I this next paragraph something. is one of my favorite paragraphs in the chapter. Is it? Okay. Our ultimate goal is the preservation of all Roshar. We've seen the cost of division in our ranks. Because of it, we failed to stop the Everstorm, but that was just the trial run, the sparring before the real fight. To face the desolation, I will find a way to do what my ancestor, the Sunmaker, failed to do through conquest. I will unify Roshar. Mm -hmm. Kalami gasped softly. No man had ever united the entire continent. Well, that's because a woman should do it. Oh, there you go. No man. No man? Maybe. Not during the Shin invasions, not during the height of the hierarchy, not during the Sunmaker's conquest. This was his task. He was increasingly certain the enemy would unleash his worst terrors, the Unmade and the Voidbringers, that phantom champion in the dark armor. It's really cool Dalinar, here, this, this whole, he says, um, no man has ever united the entire continent, not during the right. Shin invasions. This is one of the right. first times we've ever heard this before. That's true. You know, we, That's we've true. heard a lot of historical stuff in these books, but I don't think we've ever heard about the Shin invasions before. Um, and then obviously the height of the hierarchy we've heard, and we have heard we the name that. of the Sunmaker before. So that it's a nice little. The Sunmaker's conquest. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if we've ever actually, I don't know if we've learned about well, the Sunmaker's Conquest in the first two books. It's, it's definitely part of history. We, it might have been alluded to, but we don't know much about it, I don't think. Well, so. wouldn't Dalinar have been involved? He says no, because he says earlier, he says, uh, I will find a way to do what my ancestor, the ancestor Sunmaker, failed to do. could not write. Right. Okay. Hmm. 
Okay. Sounds yeah. like another like another novella. Another little nugget. Mm-hmm. A nugget. Sunmaker. Um, Dalinar would resist them with a unified Roshar. Ah, Toril, he thought. What we could have done together if we hadn't been so divided. Father? A soft voice drew his attention. Renarin, who stood beside Shallan and Adolin, you didn't mention us. Me and Brightness Shallan, what is our task? To practice, Dalinar said. Other radiance will be coming to us, and you two will need to lead them. The knights were once our greatest weapon against the Voidbringers. They will need to be so again. Father, I... It's just me. I, I can't. I don't know how to, let alone... Son, I trust you. The Almighty and the Spren have granted you powers to defend and protect this people. Use them. Master them. And then report back to me what you can do. I think we're all curious to find out. Hmm? Renarin hmm. exhaled softly and then nodded. We are curious to find out, Renarin. Oh, dude. (laughs) It's an amazing chapter. I can't believe how much time we spent on this chapter because it's the next chapter that I had the most questions, but maybe the next chapter we won't take as long. Maybe, or maybe Um, we're going to be here till seven. It's a four, seven hour podcast. (laughs) Be here till seven. Well, if we're doing that, uh, hot chocolate, I need some hot drink. So what's your, um, what's your highlight here? There's so much that's happened in this chapter. Yeah, we covered... Well, I, I I loved a lot of our back and forth again. There was there was that thing that you said earlier about uh, Adolin and Sadius, and whether or not Sadius kind of won by making yeah. Adolin. Are you are you saying your highlight is me? Well, I'm saying that like well I I yeah like I think well that's awesome. Thanks. I think that my. Highlight as we as we just finished this coverage certainly is that thinking that Sadius won, right? Like bringing down, but or it remains to be seen, right? But but potentially bringing down Adolin in this way, mm-hmm. and it might bring down Dalinar too, right? I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Definitely goes against the what codes the, what he did, but I mean, I don't know. Um, what, like, I mean, is this your other, highlight? Other or? than that, and well, no, I mean, it's. I think that there were a few other moments in here that I that I really liked. I really liked that Dalinar, um, as you pointed out, you know, chose to bring everybody out onto the balcony. Spoke about it was their duty, their destiny to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, to continue the work. It's not like. Oh, we're above the storms. We're safe here in Urathiru. Right. Well, let's abandon the rest of Roshar. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the furthest thing from his mind. It's definitely thoughtful of him to to remind everyone that yes, we're yeah. safe here, but there are all kinds of people who are not as fortunate <laughs> as us and not as safe as us. So we have to keep remembering about them. Yeah. So that's really great. I also liked it when Sabariel was like. You know, Dalinar, I know you're desperate because I mean, because no, I'm I'm cause here, right? Because I'm here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So what's what's your highlight? Um, my highlight is that Bridge Four is being used to scout the 
inside of this tower dude this mm-hmm. is a dungeon crawl if i ever heard one yeah like yeah. a group of bridgemen going through and like you know what what is bridge four going to be used for what's their purpose now that they're not running bridges well yeah they're going to be scouting they're, this they're, tower. They're and adventurers. That's, that's fucking <laughs> yeah. cool, bro. Yeah, like, it's, it's pretty great. It's like, oh, there. Here's the Sunless Citadel. Go in there, Spearman, and go figure that shit out. Like, it's yeah. this is really cool. I'm. Uh, this is that's my highlight. Bridge four being used as scouts for this tower. Very cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Chapter three, momentum. Mm-hmm. Thirty-four years ago. Yeah. Um, so this was ri- this these events take place when Die Hard first hit theaters. Right, thirty four years that ago. That would be thirty four years. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Now I have a machine gun. Ho ho. Oh. Um, you know what's awesome um, is that Urethiru is kind of like the building that the, the Nakatomi uh... <laughs> Tower. Yeah, <laughs> it's the dude. That's it. You're right. Thirty four years ago. That's it. That's, that's what happened building. in Roshar 34 years ago was Die yeah. Hard. Yeah. They are going to start saying yippee ki It's Toral Gruber this. was the main bad guy. <laughs> Toral Gruber. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, make fists with your toes. Um, 34 years ago. So again, this, what was surprising about this was it wasn't the full Blackthorn, but as you reminded me, mm-hmm. no, 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 th- this is the beginning. Yeah. He's really young here. So, And also yeah. I wanted to point out that you, before you knew what the next set of flashbacks were going to be, you had hoped yeah. and guessed that it was going to be Dalinar. Obviously knowing yes. the title of the next book, Oathbringer gave you a hint. Right. But gave it's, me the um, hint. Yeah. Are Absolutely. you happy that you're That's getting these flashbacks? Are you happy you're going to learn yeah, more about Dalinar? Yes. Yeah. I'm vi- yeah. Like I hope that we get. I'm hoping that it's that we I'm hoping that Oathbringer um gives us not only this story of the Blackthorn mm-hmm. and more of the relationship with Sadius, but I mean, man, this big mystery dropped in Way of Kings regarding Dalinar's wife. Right. I keep wondering like, if I you're hope if you that have that, that is in here. Mm-hmm. I keep I keep wondering like if, if you have a... that in your mind that you keep remembering because they don't really oh, talk yeah. about it too much in Words of Radiance. They kind of gloss over it a little no, bit. So no, they they no they they it takes a back burner in right. that book. Mm-hmm. But you know I I don't know. I mean, unless I'm wrong with regards to that story, but I think knowing that story should explain a lot Mm -hmm. in terms of where certain characters are at and how they behave at least i'm hoping that there's a great um um like reveal with regards to what transpired Mm -hmm. i guess we'll have to see Um, or or how about this what if what if he remembers like what if the event is so bad huh i'm just having this thought now actually so what if dalinar and the event with his wife that had to be eliminated from his mind Mm -hmm. because it was so poisonous that in order for him to 
I, I don't know how I'm trying to say this because I, I'm, I, and I'm, this is again, this is another completely wild and crazy theory. I'm just thinking that the suppression of that memory was necessary for Dalinar to be what he is now. Right. If he remembers it, if he remembers it, he'll go wild again. Hmm. Or something really bad will happen if you're, if you're, if he, um, goes back there right 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 now right. i'm just i'm just spitballing i'm just spitballing that out there i, I don't mm -hmm. know yeah no i right. mean that's that's great um okay 34 years ago rock buds crunched like skulls beneath dalinar's boots you know what i liked about this with the uh crunching like skulls i thought of t2 for some reason how about t2 with the terminators like <laughs> crunching the skulls like i don't yeah, know that's i just right, had that's right. I don't, dalinar's boots as he charged among the burning field his elites i like that term too his elites pounded after him a hand-picked force of soldiers both light-eyed and dark mm -hmm. and i love that yeah i think that's cool so he seems to be he's different mm -hmm. it's a different he's dude using light-eyed and dark in his elites mm -hmm. they weren't an honor guard this next sentence Dalinar didn't need guards. Right. What is with that sentence? Right. Well, he doesn't. What? Because he's awesome. But I know, but he doesn't even have a shard, a shard blade. Mm -hmm. They were, these were simply the men talk he, about he considered competent enough not to embarrass him. Don't you love that? Yeah, I, I do. For so sure much. I like, do. That's, dude, that's, that's a highlight. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. He doesn't need a guard. Men around him competent enough not to embarrass him. Yeah. Yeah, that's I awesome. Know. I just, I, th I just think he's on another level in turn. Like, he's way more advanced, I think, at this age than Adolin was. Or Adolin is. Hmm. Don't you think? Adolin is more of a duelist, right? True, true. If you yeah, took might, young Dalinar and young Adolin and put them in an arena, you would yeah. probably see that Adolin probably outduels his father. But if you put them might, both yeah. on the field with men to, to, to direct, young yeah. Dalinar probably is the victor. They, their specialties right. are in different types of fighting, I think. That's, that's fun. I, li I, liked it just, I liked it when you said, you know, putting the young Dalinar with the young... Uh, it's the same thing as we, we talk about, like, Adolin. oh, if you took, you know, would, uh, um, yeah. would uh, Magic Johnson be <laughs> as good in today's NBA as he was in the old NBA, or you do the reverse, like, would Michael Jordan have, like, what would he have been like, you know, playing against right. Wilt Chamberlain and Bill Russell and those, right. you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. I mostly think of plants, so I'd be like... <laughs> How, how does would a crab grass do how, well? How does a blade of grass, <laughs> would a blade of grass defeat moss? There has to be a YouTube channel that's just different plants fighting each other. Plant fight. Plant fight. <laughs> creeping Charlie versus Dandelion. Yeah, Creeping Charlie versus Vetch. <laughs> Battling it out for invasive supremacy. Fight. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's the new video game. <laughs> oh, dude. Okay, we are way off. Instead okay. of plants versus monsters, it's just plants <laughs> versus plants. That's what, that's what it is. Plants okay. versus zombies. Keep, keep, keep okay. going. Come, okay, let's go. Okay. Let's go. Rock buds smoldered. Moss dried from the summer heat, flared up in waves, setting the rock bud shells alight. Flamespren danced among them. 
Delinar charged through the smoke. I like, I like, again, it's the language charged. Mm-hmm. Like he's an animal. He's a beast. He's yeah. a, the enemy had pulled back into this town just ahead. His men, they'd crash into the enemy, pressing them back against the main army. This next sentence, I love, I love hammer and anvil, mm-hmm. his favorite kind of tactic, the type that didn't allow his enemies to get away from him. Right. So he's like, taking his small he wants, elite. Yeah. He's taking the small elite army and yeah, going and flanking yeah. them. And then he's going to yeah. push them up against his, the main army. Right. Yeah. I yeah. just, dude, I think the highlight of this chapter, it must be how much he wants the battle. Mm-hmm. He, and moreover, he wants the best. Right. Um, it, it comes up a, f- a few times in this, in this chapter. As Dalinar burst from the smoky air, he found a few lines of spearmen hastily forming ranks. Anticipation spread like red streamers growing from the ground, whipping in the wind, cluttered, clustered around them. Dalinar bellowed at the enemy soldiers, beating his sword, an ordinary longsword. Against his shield, he wore a sturdy breastplate, an open-fronted helm, and iron-reinforced boots. A few of the spearmen dropped their weapons and ran. Mm -hmm. Dalinar grinned. He didn't need shards to intimidate. (laughs) I also like this in this chapter a lot. Dalinar grinned. Right. He he does it several times. Yeah. It's this kind of sinister grin. I don't know. I, I just think it's... He's like, I, I, I'm not so sure it's sinister so much as it's like pleasure. Like he know, is enjoying the yeah, shit out of this. It's the thrill. Yeah. yeah. He's not even in the thrill yet. And he's like, he's enjoying yeah. it. Right. Yeah. It, it could be a grin similar to like, you know, when Harrison Ford has that sly little, like little, he's, little side he's grin. He's also doing this to get the thrill. Cause he says it later. We'll get to it. But he's yeah. like, come on, where Absolutely. is it? Like he's wanting where the thrill it? to take him. I wanted to talk to you about that too, because it really seemed like, like drugs mm-hmm. to him. Yeah. Like, like addiction. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll get there. Um, he hit the spearman like a boulder rolling through a grove of saplings. A good fight was about momentum. Don't stop. Don't think. Drive forward and convince your enemies that they're as good as dead already. They'll fight you less as you send them to their pyres. Mm-hmm. Don't stop. Don't think. You know what? It really contradicts the whole, you know, Kaladin, like someone you have to care. Mm-hmm. It's definitely different. Yeah. This boulder. I don't know. The spearmen thrust their spears frantically to try to push away this madman. I couldn't help but think of, uh, of oh. Joe's, uh, of uh joel sorry uh, joel's character oh the barbarian or the uh yeah. paladin the oathbreaker barbar- yeah paladin. the madman yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah from the north yeah um dalinar laughed slamming aside a pair of spears with his sheet with his shield then disemboweling one man with a blade deep in the gut a horrific sight dalinar came in with a roar killing them with a sword that bore their friend's blood Delinar's elites struck the now broken line, and the real slaughter began. He pushed forward, keeping momentum, shearing through the ranks, 
a young spearman wept on the ground, screaming for his mother as he crawled along the stone trailing blood. Fear spren mixed with orange, sinewy pain spren all around. Dalinar shook his head and rammed his sword down into the boy's back as he passed. Whoa. Yeah. This guy is out of the fight. That's you don't even need to kill him. He is crying dude, for his mother. for his... M- yeah. You don't need to take care of this guy, but you do. That is right? vicious. It's very vicious. Mm-hmm. So that is what I was expecting with the Blackthorn. And in some ways, I'm, I was expecting you even worse. I like these next two lines about it. Men often cried for their parents as they died. Didn't matter how old they were, he'd seen graybeards do it. Same as kids like this one. He's not much younger than me, Dalinar thought. Maybe 17. But then Dalinar had never felt young, regardless of his age. That, I thought, might have been an interesting little clue, too. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we know that, that from this sent- these sentences here that he must be, what, 18 years old? Or maybe a little on the older side of 17? So he's this kid's not much younger than him. So <clears throat> this is yeah. a young version of Dalinar. But you, like you said before, you're so surprised at how his prowess in battle and his tactical mind, you know, he, yeah. he never and felt wisdom, young, right? He never felt young. Never felt young. Mm-hmm. Like what if Dalinar is something other? I mean, I guess now we're getting into, uh, that would be the uh, idea of uh, reincarnation or. Uh, right. And we have no, uh, I, I don't know. We have no, no, no evidence of that stuff in this, in I know, this, in I know. this series. So I know it's just, you know, it, with the storm father, the almighty, um, um, not Noadon, um, not the unmade. What's the name I'm trying to think? <laughs> um, the one that they're up against, um, Sean, Odium? me the name. Odium, Odium. Thank you. Um, it's, you know, it's a larger than life fight, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's potentially metaphysical. It's potentially cosmological. Um, like makeup. I don't know. <laughs> it's cosmet, <laughs> cosmetological. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's cosmetological. It's like, about, you know, like yes, eyeliner that's and right. blush and stuff. We, we, we are, yes, of course it ruins your day. Got the wrong. Um, his elites carved the enemy line in two. Dalinar danced, shaking off his bloodied blade, feeling alert and excited, but not yet alive. Where was it? Can you imagine? He's just killed a 17 year old kid Mm -hmm. crying for his mother. And he's thinking, I'm not yet alive yet. I'm not there yet. Can you, dude? Yeah. And he goes, come on. I know, you know, come on. A larger group of enemy soldiers was jogging down the street toward him, led by several officers in white and red. Dalinar charged. There's the red, white and red um, colors again. Mm-hmm. We've had the... Um... Dalinar charged. He was rapidly joined by 50 men. He focused his attention on the one man riding a horse. He still looked like he was the most important person around. Hopefully that would mean he was the best. 
that's mm-hmm. another one of my little highlights. Yeah. He picked out that he picked out this warrior on the horse for that Simply very reason. Simply the best. <laughs> yes. You're better than, better than all, all the rest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the man's honor guard rushed to engage and Dalinar felt something stir inside him like a thirst, a physical need. Challenge. He needed a challenge. Mm-hmm. Dalinar struck a series of quick, powerful blows like a drummer, pounding out a furious beat. Bam, 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 bam. This is my highlight. The drum? Him being a drummer? Listeners, the drumming. The chip, the chip in his blade? Yeah. Dude, yeah. Yeah, it's just- I love it. There's something really cool there with the whole drumming thing. Yeah, I I think you're right too. Um, What was the other comment we had about- was it about lift beating to her own drum? There, there was, yeah. a, there were, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think you made that comment in one of the uh, past episodes. Um, yeah, I think, I think the pounding and pounding is interesting. Um, when he gets called out on it with, the, with his sword later on, mm-hmm. you know, you, 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 you know that you're supposed to put it in the fleshy, like the soft parts. Right. Right. Yeah. But you know what? It, that doesn't, it doesn't do it for him anymore. Mm -hmm. Like he has to beat and get through that, which is the most hard. Right. Yeah, you're right. That's really, really neat. Dalinar raised his own shield before him and shoved it against the man, forcing him back until he stumbled, giving Dalinar an opening. This man didn't get a chance to cry. For his mother. <laughs> what a good line. Yikes. Yeah, what a good <laughs> yeah. line. Didn't get a chance. Um, the way was open to the Bright Lord. But who was he? The High Prince fought to the north. Was this some other important Light Eyes? Didn't Dalinar remember hearing something about a son during Gavilar's endless planning meetings? Well, this man certainly looked grand on that white mare, watching the battle from within his helm's visor, cape streaming around him. The foe raised his sword to his helm toward Dalinar, in a sign of challenge accepted. Idiot. <laughs> yeah. Don't you love that? Yeah, like he doesn't know what he's in for kind of thing. Like He does. Oh, yeah. dude, it's so good. Yeah. Dalinar raised his shield arm and pointed, counting on at least one of his strikers to have stayed with him. Indeed, Jenin, or Jenin, stepped up, unhooked the shortbow from his back, and as the Bright Lord shouted, his surprise shot the horse in the chest. Hate shooting horses, Jenin grumbled. Like throwing a thousand brooms into the storming ocean, Bright Lord, I'll buy you two when we finish this, Dalinar says. Dalinar dodged around the flashing hooves and squeals of pain, Seeking out the fallen man, he was pleased to find the enemy arising again, right? Like he, mm-hmm. he wants him to, he wants the confrontation in no way is he, no, he's not interested. You know what? It's like, he's, you're not interested in winning the battle. No. You're not even really interested in winning. No, it's not about that. No, it's not about that. If it was about that, you would go for the soft bits. You would stab from behind, shoot things in the back. Right. Um, you would sabotage. You would ambush. You would uh, lay siege. 
Mm -hmm. It's almost like he wants to prolong the battle. Like, in a way. Mm -hmm. Like he'd be happy for it. Yeah, it's... Anyway, it's... it's <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe reading it with you now, it's bringing back the idea that I did have of the Blackthorn. When I first read it, it didn't seem vicious enough, but perhaps well, there's, I there's a lot of vicious moments in here. <laughs> um, they engaged. Life was about momentum. Pick a direction and don't let anything turn you aside. Yeah. Dalinar battered at the Bright Lord, furious and persistent. Felt something snap. Oh yeah, in this uh, yeah in this battle, one of the straps that he held onto his shield was uh, was broken. The enemy reacted immediately. He shoved the shield, twisting it around Dalinar's arm, snapping the other strap. The shield tumbled free. Dalinar staggered. The Bright Lord rammed Dalinar with his shield. Dalinar ducked the blow and followed, but the, but the backhand hit him solidly on the side of the head. He's coming in for the kill. Dalinar roared, swinging his blade up in a lurching wild parry that connected with the Bright Lord's weapon and swept it completely out of his hands. The man instead punched Dalinar in the face with, a, with his gauntlet. His nose crunched. Dalinar fell to his knees, sword slipping from his fingers. An emotion stirred inside Dalinar. It was a fire that filled the pit within. I love this part. It washed through him and awakened him, bringing clarity. The sounds of his elites fighting the Bright Lord's honor guard faded, metal on metal becoming clinks, grunts becoming merely a distant humming. And Dalinar smiled. Then the smile became a toothy grin. Dalinar roared, spitting blood and throwing himself at the enemy. The swing that came at him seemed pitiful, and Dalinar ducked it, ramming his shoulder against his foe's lower body. Something thrummed inside Dalinar, the pulse of the battle, the rhythm of killing and dying, the rhythm of war. Mm. Wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. The th it was the thrill. Mm -hmm. He knocked his opponent off balance. Dim, however, hollered Dalinar's name and tossed him a poleaxe with a hook on one side and a broad, thin axe blade on the other. Dalinar seized it from the air and spun, hooking the Bright Lord around the ankle and then yanked. The Bright Lord fell in a clatter of steel. Before Dalinar could capitalize on this, two men of the Honor Guard managed to extricate themselves from Dalinar's men and come to the defense of their bright lord. Dalinar swung and buried the axe into one guard's side. He pushes upward, holding the poleaxe in two hands. Dalinar stepped forward until he was face to face with the fellow. He could feel the man's breath. He spat blood, draining from his nose into the guard's eyes, and then kicked him in the stomach. Hmm. He turned toward the bright lord who was trying to flee. Dalinar growled, full of the thrill. He swung the poleaxe with one hand, hooking the spike into the Bright Lord's side and yanked, dropping him yet again. The Bright Lord rolled over. He was greeted by the sight of Dalinar, slamming his poleaxe down with both hands, driving the spike right through the breastplate and into his chest. 
made a satisfying crunch, and Dalinar pulled it out, bloodied. The honor guard finally broke before his elites, and Dalinar grinned as he watched them watched them go, glory spren popping up around him as glowing golden spheres. His men unhooked short bows and shot a good dozen fleeing in the back. See, that's kind of the way to win a battle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've got men retreating, you shoot them in the back. It felt good to best a force larger than your own. So I read all of that. I mean, it's just, it's so visual. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, it's visceral, it's raw. Um, and I, and I just, I, I loved it. I love the way that he writes, um, this, these, these battle sequences. Mm-hmm. The fallen bright Lord groaned. Why? Why us? I don't know. Dalinar said, tossing the poleaxe back to Dim. You don't know, the dying man said. My brother chooses. I just go where he points me. Dude. Mm -hmm. He is the assassin in white. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Gavilar has the oath stone and just is directing him to do the the slaughter. He's a white, he's just a dog. Yeah. He's just a But he loves it though. He loves going out there and doing this. Well, that's the... I just go where he points. He gestures toward the dying man and Dim rammed a sword into the armored man's armpit, finishing the job. Dalinar didn't do it. Mm -hmm. There's no challenge. No, exactly. He was already done. So he had his Though man. He, he did kill the, the the little boy on the ground. So he, he, yeah, okay. he's not he, a, you're you know, right. I know. But still. I get it. I'm just, I'm just saying. Another soldier approached, handing Dalinar his sword. It had a chip the size of a thumb right in the blade. You're supposed to stick it into the squishy parts, Bright Lord, Dim says, not pound it against the hard parts. I'll keep that in mind, Dalinar says. <laughs> I know. It's, that's... I think maybe that's my highlight. It's yeah. the chip. Yeah. It's it's that he, or as you as you mentioned earlier, like the 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 pounding, the bam bam, yeah. like the the drumming, mm-hmm. like he just wants to keep hitting. Yeah, he loves that not rhythm. He loves flesh. that sound of of battle, and it like yeah yeah. It's his favorite his favorite Spotify playlist. <laughs> hammer and <laughs> was anvil. It, was it hammer and hammer and anvil. Yeah, yeah. That's the song he's got on like. It's this death metal, like, ching. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Mastodon. Um, are you all right, Bright Lord? Never been better, Dalinar says. Hurt like damnation itself. Pain spread like sinewy hands. We're up from the ground. So he says, never been better, but he's hurt. Mm-hmm. Re- and he's really hurt. Yeah. He says it hurt like damnation. I love this. It's what he wants. Right. He wants to feel. Why? Okay. Why is he like this already then? Mm. Why is he a 19, 18, 20 year old man, whatever he is? Why is he already like this? Because he loves the battle and he loves the thrill. But why would he love pain? His men formed up around him. Dalinar uh, led the way farther down the street. He halted his men, considering his options. Thaka, captain of the elites, turned to him. Order, sir? 
Raid those buildings, Dalinar says. Let's see how well they fight while they watch us rounding up their families. That's dark. Yeah. The men will want to loot, Thaka said. What is there to loot in the hovels like these? Soggy, hogside, and old rockbud bowels? He pulled his helm to wipe the blood from his face. Rock they bud can bowels? loot afterward. Is that what I said? Yeah. What did I say? Rockbud bowels. I said... Ba- <laughs> I said- <laughs> you gotta leave that in. That's, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. Rock, rock bud bowls. How about that? <laughs> yeah. He... <laughs> that's funny, dude. Yeah, I love awesome. it. Um... They can loot afterward. Right now, I need hostages. There are civilians somewhere in the storming town and find them. Yeah, this, this is the Blackthorn that I was... Yeah, without the name yet. Well, to be honest with you, the, Bla- like, the Blackthorn that I had imagined was civilian, like, whatever's in the way. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no stopping it. My note was that's, that the I want hostages I doesn't sound like Dalinar. Like, I want hostages does not sound like him. The Dalinar we've gotten to that's know. That's true. Right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. That That is a step, um, yeah, that's a step outside of himself for sure. Um, well, even killing the 17-year-old, uh, crying mm-hmm. for his mother on the battlefield, like, dude, that's crazy. Um, okay. <laughs> this is awesome. Something slammed into- awesome. Oh, sorry. Thaka nodded. Dalinar reached for some water. He'd need to meet up with Sadius and something slammed into Dalinar's shoulder. A black blur that hit with the force of a roundhouse kick. It threw him down. He found himself lying on the ground. A storming arrow sprouted from his right shoulder. Long, thick shaft. Bright Lord, Thaka said, kneeling, shielding Dalinar with his body. Kelek, Bright Lord, are you... You know what I like about that? Mm. Thaka, shielding Dalinar with his body. They love him. Yeah, they do. It's like Kaladin. Yeah. These men, his elites love him for sure. They, it's interesting. (laughs) You know, getting Mm -hmm. prisoners, killing the 17 year old. Who in damnation shot that? Dalinar demanded. Up there, pointing at the ridge. That's got to be over 300 yards, Dalinar said. That can't. But it was. He was watching, so he was able to jump out of the way of the next arrow, which was only a mere foot away from him. Horses, where are the storming horses? A small group of soldiers came trotting forward, bringing all 11 horses. Dalinar had to dodge another arrow as he seized the reins of full night. Mm-hmm. His black gelding. Okay, so... I like this too. Black gelding. Mm-hmm. He doesn't knight. have gallant yet either. He doesn't have his no. armor. He doesn't have his sword. Nope. And he also doesn't have his no. reshadium yet. So this is literally a very young, yep. non-Dalinar character that we've met named Dalinar. Like it's... Yeah. It's almost like a brand new person, which is really, really cool. It is cool. Like we, he's so unrecognizable that we wouldn't recognize him. Does that make sense? Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, th- I think that's fair. Um, he felt something more pressing drawing him forward, helping him focus. You think that's the thrill? Hmm? Like, what is that? Because here's the thing. 
He felt something more pressing drawing him forward. He wants to find out who did it, mm-hmm. but he, but he doesn't really have the intention of killing this person. No, he doesn't know yet, right? Doesn't well, know anything. Maybe yet. that's it. Okay. Um, helping him focus. Yeah, it reminded me of the dark side comments with um, with the emperor. Um, there had to be a way up that slope. There, he points to a rocky set of switchbacks. So he's he's galloping on the way, on the way up here. He burst onto the top of the ridge. An arrow slammed into his left breast. There's the second arrow. Boom. Yeah. So he's got two. Yeah. Dalinar hung on somehow onto his horse, clenching the reins. He jerked Full Knight to one side, feeling the thrumming sense of the thrill surge within him. It drove away the pain and left, let him focus. The archer finally seemed to grow alarmed and leaped from his perch to flee. But Dalinar charged Full Knight over the knob of that moment, over that knob uh, a moment later. The archer turned out to be a man in his 20s, mm-hmm. wearing rugged clothing. Dalinar galloped Full Knight past and kicked the man in the back sending him sprawling. Dalinar lurched from his saddle. He seized the archer and hauled the fellow to his feet, noting the blue tattoo on his cheek. I had to ask you about that. Blue tattoo? Uh Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't know. Is there a... Have we, we do you remember us ever meeting a character with a blue tattoo on their cheek? I don't, I'm not, I'm trying, I'm trying to go through, I, I was trying to think about the slave branding, but. Right, right. Those aren't tattoos. No, they're not. So have we, have, have we met someone with a blue tattoo? Um, I'm forgetting. I'm not sure. Uh, well, I guess we'll have to wait till we find out who this person is and see if, whether or not we've met this person. Hmm. We don't get a name at the end of this chapter, so we hopefully no, we we'll don't. have to maybe wait to see if we, this character, this archer comes back into it in another flashback where we do get a name. But I, but I can't, I can't search on, I can't search online blue you tattoo. Can't, no, you're not even allowed on the internet. That, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So I probably, so maybe I've forgotten about this blue tattoo. Okay. So I probably mm-hmm. forgot about it. That's, that's on me. It's too much to keep track of in terms of for sure. me not being able to read yeah, online. Yeah, for sure. Um, you waited until my helm was off, Dalinar demanded. You are an assassin. You were set here specifically to kill me. The man winced and then nodded. Amazing, Dalinar said. Show me that shot again. How far is that? Thaka? I'm right, aren't I? Over 300 yards? Almost four, Thaka said, pulling over his horse, but with a height advantage. Still, Dalinar says. Stepping to the lip of the ridge, he looked back at the befuddled archer. Well, grab your bow. My, my bow, the archer said. Are you deaf, man? Go get it. The archer regarded the ten elites on horseback. Before wisely deciding to obey, he picked up an arrow and then his bow, which was made of a sleek black wood Dalinar didn't recognize. That's interesting, too. Mm-hmm. Went right through my storming armor, Dalinar muttered. It had punctured the steel, but had lost most of its momentum mm-hmm. in doing so. It's kind of funny how there's a conflict here mm-hmm. with this momentum thing. Don't let anything get in your way because it's the momentum that's required mm-hmm. to achieve the goal. And yet he wants it as hard as he can 
which slows down the momentum. Right. So don't you find it's a bit of a... Like a... Um, I don't know. It's a bit of a conflict there. It's mm-hmm. almost like he, he doesn't want... Like, like, like you said earlier, winning the battle or the war is not really the goal. Right. Staying in yeah. those moments when he's happiest, when he's grinning, when he's feeling the thrill is he's paramount, grinning, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, maybe a black thing. Went right through my armor, punctured the steel, most of its momentum. Yeah, yeah. The rear guard had found some civilians and was shoving them into the street. Pick a corpse, Dalinar says. Stick an arrow in one down there if you can. The archer licked his lips, still seeming confused, and finally he took a spyglass off his belt and studied the area. That one in blue, near the overturned cart. Dalinar squinted and then nodded. The archer drew his bow and launched a single black-fletched arrow. It flew true, sticking into the chosen corpse. Mm-hmm. A single ospren burst around Dalinar, like a ring of blue smoke. Stormfather, Thaka, before today, I'd have bet you half the princedom that such a shot wasn't possible. What's your name, assassin? The man raised his chin but didn't reply. Well, in any case, welcome to my elites. Someone get the fellow a horse. What? But I tried to kill you. Yes, from a distance, which shows remarkably good judgment. I can make use of someone with your skills. I know, dude, it's so good. I thought the same thing. Remarkably good judgment for not for shooting from afar. Yeah. This is fantastic. But we're we're enemies. We're enemies. Dalinar nodded toward the town below, where the beleaguered enemy army was. Not anymore. Looks like we're all allies now. The archer spat to the side. Slaves beneath your brother, the tyrant. Dalinar let one of his men help him onto his horse. If you'd rather be killed, I can respect that. Alternatively, you can join me and name your price. The life of my bright lord, Yezrier, the archer said, the heir. Is that the fellow? This is, Dalinar said, looking This is to, funny as shit right here. He's like, you can name what? your price. What's He's all to, like, I want the life of my bright lord, the heir. And then Dalinar's Yezrier, like, is that the, the guy that we just killed? Kind is of that thing? The, and then yeah, the, you kill down below, break. yes, sir. He's like, oh, he's got a hole in his chest. <laughs> tough his break. chest. A tough break. <laughs> yeah. You, you monster. Couldn't you have captured him? Nah, the other princedoms are digging in their heels. Refuse to recognize my brother's crown. Games of catch me with the high light eyes just encourage people to fight back. If they know we're out for blood, they'll think twice. How about this? Join with me. And we won't pillage the town. What's left of it, anyway? The man looked down at the sundering, at the surrendering army. Army, mm-hmm. are you in or not? Dalinar says. I promise not to make you shoot anyone you like. <laughs> That's <laughs> shoot him. No, I like him. Okay, don't yeah. shoot him then. Uh, yeah. Okay, don't shoot. I great. He takes I ellipsis as. Great. That's yeah. it. That's all he needs. Yeah, you can't hesitate. Uh, like, a, yeah. like a stutter. Right. Any hesitation, he knows he has you. Yeah, he's like, yeah. yeah, okay, you're in. You're in. Great, Dalinar said, turning his horse and trots off. Wow. Yeah. Gotta be the highlight for this chapter is how he dealt with the assassin. Right, of course. It has to be. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, he needed surgeons to look at the uh, arrow wound. 
Yeah, he Once says, they reached the town... He says the pain surged in Dalinar's right arm as the thrill faded, but it was manageable. Faded, yeah. So I just wanted to point out that the thrill is no, gone no, away now. The thrill was fading, yeah. Mm-hmm. Once they reached the town again, he sent orders to stop the looting, just as he had told the archer, the archer mm-hmm. th- th- that he would. So that is also a highlight of mine because he's, he is keeping his word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the very least. I mean, yes, yes, he'll kill a 17-year-old crying for his mother. On the battlefield. On the battlefield and it's war, so Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, there's uh, philosophical arguments to be made there. Yeah. His men would, his men would hate that. That they couldn't loot. It's true. Yeah, it is. Dalinar kept moving, fighting off the dull sense of nothingness. You know what? It is interesting that... In terms of momentum, he does keep moving. Mm -hmm. You know, he's not really stopping. Like he gets on the horse and trots away. Right. You know, like he doesn't, he's not sitting and wallowing that the thrill is no longer there. Mm -hmm. So he is still moving forward. Um, The nothingness that often followed a battle. This was the worst time. He could still remember being alive, but now had to face a return to mundanity. This is what it is right here. Now that the mm-hmm. thrill is gone and the battle is gone, he's like, yeah, the he's coming mind. down off of his high. Like you said earlier, the, it's like a drug. Right. He's coming down off the high. Everything that was colorful and bright before is now just dull and nothingness. Yeah, right. He'd missed the executions. Sadius already had the locals, the local high prince's head, and those of his officers up on spears. Such a showman, Sadius was. Dalinar passed the grim line, shaking his head, and heard a muttered curse from his new archer. He'd have to talk to that man, reinforce that in striking at Dalinar earlier he'd shot an arrow at an enemy, and that was to be respected. If he tried something against Dalinar or Sadius now, it would be different. Mm -hmm. Thaka would already be searching out the fellow's family. What do you make of that? Searching out the fellow's family. Well, it's the kind of thing that's trying to keep him in line. Right. Right? Like, yeah. we know who your family is, you betray us, and we'll kill all your family. Yeah, That's what right. it sounds like yeah, to me, yeah. anyways. Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me, too. Like but a guarantee. Again, that's, that's dark. Yeah. He wants to trust this guy, but he also wants to be able to hold his family's life, you know what I mean, above his head. It's, it's pretty dark yeah. shit. Delinar, a voice called. Toral Sadius, resplendent, golden yellow sharp blade, washed clean. Dalinar, are those arrows? Stormfather man, you look like a thornbush. What happened to your face? A fist, Dalinar says, and then nods. Nice work. We lost the crown prince, Sadius says. He'll mount a resistance. That would be impressive, Dalinar said, considering what I did to him. Sadius relaxed visibly. Oh, Dalinar, what would we do without you? Lose. Someone get me something to drink and a pair of surgeons in that order. Dude, another highlight there. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, it's awesome. Got <laughs> give me some, uh, give me some whiskey and, and a doctor, but in that order. Also, Sadius, I promised we wouldn't pillage the city. No looting, no slaves taken. You what? Who did you promise? Dalinar thumbed over his shoulder at the archer. Another one, right. Sadius said with a groan. Yeah, he's got amazing aim, Dalinar says. Loyal, too. 
He glanced to the side where Sadius' soldiers had rounded up some weeping women for Sadius to pick from. Yeah. And then Sadius says literally the grossest sentence in the book so far. I was looking forward to tonight. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Like, if you didn't hate this guy already, you know? (sighs) I was looking forward to tonight. So does that mean that it's off for him because of the looting? Yeah. The looting, I think the raping is part of the looting and the pillaging. (laughs) So like Sadius was planning on, on taking these women for himself. And now that Dalinar has said, well, we, I promise we wouldn't pillage the the town. I think that the women are included in that. That's why he's saying, well, I was looking forward to tonight. Uh, you know what, dude, I missed that. Yeah, I, it's when I read, really when gross. When I read that line, I was like more thinking of the, I don't know, revelry. I'm actually quite surprised that Sanderson wrote it. Um, I mean, it's, well, we missed. It's in keeping hey. with it's in keeping with um with Sadius's character and how disgusting Sadius is. But yeah. I'm I'm just but it's it's I mean yeah 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 it's it's how um I don't know I'm. The degree of realism. Well, is it's war, a and it's interesting like, choice. Yeah, I guess I know, you know. but it, but in terms of storytelling, it's like you know, do you, how necessary it? are these? Right. Yeah, like how necessary are these things to bring to light in a story? And now I think he he did it. I think he did it well because I missed it the first time. Right. And I was gonna have have you and I talk about the other thing that we missed in Lift. Oh right, right. Um, we need to address that too. Um, we can talk about that in the info dump. I was looking forward to it tonight. So, yeah, Jesus, I, I didn't. Uh, that's throwing me for a loop because now, of course, I'm uh, uh, dealing with that. And I'm, I'm not even so upset about dealing with it in terms of Sadius, but it's Dalinar. Mm-hmm. Like, is that implying that Dalinar would also get in on this? Um, like, not tonight because he made a promise. <laughs> no, I know, but is but are I? We have to assume. Yes, we have to assume. Right. Well, that's, that's, um, I don't know. That's a heavy, if that's true, that's a very heavy thing too. Uh, I mean, we can't, you know, we can't say that he wouldn't because he is this monster, this 18 year old, yeah, 19 year old monster. Um, yeah. we have to assume that he, he would, right? Like there's no, huh, dude, there's nothing that, in the, in the, in the script that's saying he wouldn't. I missed, I missed it. Like, it's I, not uh, like this next line. I'm having, when a, I'm Sadius, having a hard time right now. You know, when Sadius says, I'm looking forward to tonight, I was looking forward to tonight. It's not like then Dalinar thinks like, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. I never would, or that that's not my, no, no, that's no. not my no. jam. Right, or, right. That's not my thing. You know what I mean? Like he, yeah. Well, he says the next line and I was looking forward to breathing through my nose. We'll right. live more than, more, more than can be said for the kids we fought today. Right. Fine, fine, Sadius says. I suppose we could spare one town, a symbol that we are not without mercy. We need to get you some shards, my friend, to protect me. Protect you, storms, Dalinar. At this point, I'm not certain a rock slide could kill you. No, it just makes the rest of us look bad when you accomplish what you do in, while practically unarmed. Mm-hmm. Dalinar shrugged. He didn't wait for the wine or the surgeons but instead led his horse back to gather his elites and reinforce the orders to guard the city from looting. Once finished, 
he walked his horse across smoldering ground to his camp. He was done living for the day. Mm -hmm. It would be weeks, maybe months, before he got another opportunity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yikes. Yeah. It's a, it's an awesome chapter and it's well, also a rough chapter. Yeah. I didn't, I don't know, dude. I missed that. That's uh that's a yikes. What, okay. What's your highlight? Highlight for sure. Well, it's the archer. It's how we, how we dealt with them. Come on, man. Like, like, like make this shot. Are you, are you in or out? Just the whole thing yeah. was fantastic. It's really great. Um, um what's yours? I, I think it's think? the subtle way that we get the name blackthorn these black the shafted arrows the thorn bush like Sticking this out of yeah the, the, like that's that's not said specifically but i think this is where the name might come from maybe his yeah. elites start calling him blackthorn because black of that thorn, and like and the then it becomes arrows. something later like it evolves into this nickname yeah like yeah. it's really subtle like you know it could have been really heavy fisted and Sadius could have said oh look at you we'll have to call you blackthorn from now on but it's not like that yeah, yeah. it's more subtle no, no. than that and i really like yeah. it yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else to say. <laughs> I just, I just, I don't know. Yeah, it's, that was a bit of a hammer. Yeah, and, and an angle at an the end there for me. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, um, sorry, I missed that. Yeah, no, I mean it's okay. Um, I, uh, I didn't want to point it out, but I mean obviously I had to, and no, uh, we can we can did. move on from it. Um, so yeah, uh, info dump time, everyone. Uh, we are running kind of <laughs> long here, have? so let's. Well, um, yeah. our good friend Buzzkill Joe. Uh, info dump is brought mm. to you by Buzzkill Joe. Info dump. <laughs> um, we have a little few things to talk about here. Um, in the first chapter, we covered one problem solved. We um meet Kalami, which is Taleb's widow. So she's kind of become mm -hmm. a, a character here, which is really great. Uh, we meet a new character, Aladar's daughter named May. There was May. quite a yeah. intricate uh, explanation of what she looked like. So that's, that's nice. Mm -hmm. um, Rushu is back. She is the young female ardent who assisted Navani. She is one of the ones who mm -hmm. ultimately realized that gemstones were needed to summon blades and stuff. That's she, she's the one who kind of made that correlation that that's what the ancient people right. who started using shard blades must have done, which is really, really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, the architecture of Urethiru is explained as enormous with 10 ring-like tiers, each containing 18 levels. 18 this is levels, gigantic, yeah. bro. To put this into context, the, yeah. um, the, uh, th this means that there are 180 floors, um, right. to this tower. Um, the empire state building only has 102 you know, if you're talking about wow. uh, how many yeah. stories um, a, a building has, the uh, <laughs> the Empire Stealth Building only has 102. The CN Tower is 147. The Urethiru is killing it at like 180. <laughs> this thing is huge. So we can we can expect to find Tom Cruise uh, dangling outside of it. Right. Yeah. I he's guess. gonna make right, a right, mission yeah. in, in yes. uh, impossible. Urethiru Rogue Urethiru yeah. is the next one coming out. <laughs> Urethiru Protocol or whatever is coming up. <laughs> Protocol. Yeah, um, but <laughs> destination. Yeah, 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 there you go. There you go. Yeah, um, and then uh, what else do we have here? Um, the uh, squires were introduced here. This is obviously um, like these apprentice radiants who um, get abilities from their uh, their knight radiant, and right now um, the ones who are 
Kaladin squires have no a power because Kaladin is too far away from them. So, um, mm. so that's a, that's an interesting aspect to think about. And like you said, you mentioned in the episode, does that mean all other radiants kind of can gain squires? And so that'll right. be something to keep our eye on as we go forward. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I like the term full radiant too. Yeah, it's nice. Before you go full radiant. <laughs> full radiant. <laughs> full. Yeah. Um, so we don't know the name of the archer yet, but maybe we will find out soon. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a couple of new people in here. Ugh. There's um, his, some of his his elites are Dim and Yenin and Thaka. So these are just some names that uh, we might be oh, hearing. Oh, I missed that other one you said. Um, uh, uh, Dim. Nim and Thaka. Um, Yenin. Uh, with a Jenin was one Dim. of the ones that, uh, um, Oh, Jenin. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 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 So, okay, now, um, yeah. now I remember. So yeah. Um, we may have gotten the origin of the Blackthorn name where we're thinking. So, um, we're not really sure that, Oh, there's a really cool bow in here. That's made out of black wood, which yeah. is really, really neat. Black wood. Yeah. That he doesn't recognize. Mm-hmm. And, and it pierces armor. Yes. Yeah, it seems to. It, it pierced his outer armor, and one of them pierced his chainmail underneath, causing a yeah, wound. The yeah. other one did not. So, even but right. even though from four hundred yards away, it's pretty impressive. And the other thing to point out here, um, Sadius's shard plate is not red here; it is golden yellow. So yeah, yeah. he has That's not right. m- turned it into a different color yet. Um, he has not gone Captain Hook just yet. Um, no. so yeah, um, really, really interesting <laughs> stuff. Uh, thank you again to Buzzkill Joe for all the hard work. Um, mm-hmm. the, um, yeah, so this is the end of the show. Normally we would, uh, run the list of all the patrons to be able to say thank you to everyone. We're just going to say thank you to everyone all at once. We're running a little long here and this is the, uh, where we're recording on October th- 2nd. I know I don't normally like to divulge when we are in the month because I like to kind of keep it amorphous, <laughs> but, um, because we're at the beginning of the month, my list on Patreon is a little wonky because people are in and out of payment stuff right now. So I, we're just going to say thank you very much to the Patreon team for, uh, for your continued support um a whole bunch of you are on uh the actual uh discord channel right now listening to us record this episode live if that is something that you'd like to do you can go to patreon.com slash heroes of and you can join in on the uh the episode you can be uh, a part of our live studio audience um <laughs> we we can get uh, up an applause uh, light that comes up whenever we say something funny and you guys yeah. can applaud for us um <laughs> if you want to reach out to us you can do so at heroes of Catherine at gmail.com you can hit us up on twitter at heroes of one or on uh the storm pod on instagram don't be shy and join the subreddit the storm pod or the facebook page the storm pod um yeah so we have uh another one in the bank so the next episode is going to be episode two uh, yeah it's gonna be episode uh, three next episode well thank you very much everyone for listening to the show we uh really appreciate it we love you very much until next time take care everybody The Storm Pod is brought to you by Heroes of. Music and theme song by Jack Forrest Productions. Additional music by Jason Moray. Produced by our wonderful Patreon team and the Heroes of Akathra. Um, 
Okay, what do you think? Um, maybe we should just start? It's two, three minutes now after, uh, after two o'clock? I got a lot to say. Oh, yeah, okay, well, you know what? Before we start uh, ruining all that <laughs> stuff, let's just start the episode proper. Um, okay. Okay. I'm going to take a second here and create some silence, and then we'll start. Take a sip of coffee. Ooh, I didn't do that. Normally hmm. I get a hot drink. Go, go, go right now. We haven't started yet. Go run up, get yourself a coffee and come back. We have time. Nah, it's too much math right now. I'm in between it's coffee makers. Math. I got to do French door. press. It's, it's math. A... Dude, there's calculus. You have no idea. Okay. I, I, it would take time. I thought I'm you were using like a Tassimo right or one of those like Nespresso ones no, where you just we, push we one through, button. Yeah, we did. Yeah we, yeah, we did. But then we're trying to be environmentally, like we're, we're trying, trying to be fancy this, and stuff or? Well, just conscious or whatever. I don't know, man. We're, we're, I don't know what we're doing right now. We're in between. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah. But what, oh, I, this do, is... what I do have up there is nothing short of a little bit of... Okay, it, maybe it's yeah. not calculus, but it's algebra G for sure. So, All right, you ready to do this, dude? You sure you don't cool. want a coffee? Yeah, dude. We have time. I'm ready to rock. Okay. No, dude. <clears throat> no, like I said, math. I could do okay. a hot chocolate. Do you have time to no, go... No, let's go. <laughs> Let's just go. Let's go. I go. I goofed it up. I did. I sat you don't down. have to. Normally, I bring a hot. Hey, we still don't. We we have time. We still have people piling in. If you want to run upstairs and go get a coffee or something, go right now. Uh, no, let's do without it. Okay. No, okay. this will be a no warm drink. This 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 episode might be a little chilly. <laughs> All right. All right. It's got it's got the, ch- the it's got the chill. Right. Oh, it's the chill instead yeah. of the thrill. Okay. It's the you chill. Ready to do this? Yeah. Okay. Let's do this. Okay. Okay. 